The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Miranda Lambert tickets uh, for you to win this afternoon. She is playing uh, Northlands on October 3rd. Uh, that would be a great show. I'm a big, huge uh, Miranda Lambert fan. So we'll do that coming up a little bit later on uh, today. And of course, we've got uh, your word of the day coming up at 420 to uh, join Jaylin Nye and me on our winter holiday to the beautiful area of Playa Mujeres, Mexico. We're going mm-hmm. in uh, January. Uh, now, the guy who called us a media whore, I'll have to text him the word of the day at 420 because he will not be listening. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so I want to make sure he has an opportunity to win as well. Um, so listen, maybe you can explain this to me. And a couple of people yeah. texted saying, can you talk about this? Yeah, we so can talk about it. I had a very awkward morning and I'll just tell you what happened and then you can tell me why it happened. So, you know, uh, McDonald's and their uh, all coffees, a dollar promotion. Yes. All right. So I hate to say it, Tim Hortons, but I switched over to McDonald's coffee, which my wife prefers for that promotion. Three extra larges for three I'll take it. So this morning, uh, in my pajamas, I jumped in my car uh, with $3.15 in my pocket and uh, headed out onto Twilliger to go up to Riverbend to go to the McDonald's and couldn't help but notice the parking lot mm-hmm. that was Twilliger on the other side. It was backed up from Anthony Henday, as oh, far yeah. as the eye could see, yeah. all to the white mud. Um, and so I started thinking, well, how am I getting home again? So once I get to the McDonald's, I'll have to like, you know, maybe, I don't know, loop around, cut across 40th, mm-hmm. you know, go up to 40th, mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. across because R- Rabbit Hill Road was backed up as well with people trying to get onto Twilliger and take the big loop back into uh, Twilliger Town. So I get to the McDonald's. Well, the promotion's over, <laughs> which I'm in my pajamas uh, and I've, I've got a little uh, accreditation on my dash that says Andrew Gross, 630. Chad, it's, yeah. you know, that I put around my yeah, neck yeah. when I go somewhere, so, but it's always on the dash. So I ordered the three coffee, six ninety eight, sir. I was like, well, what happened to the $1 coffee? Oh, it's over. I'm like, oh. And she was like, well, do you still want the coffee? I'm like, uh, no. I, I Literally, I couldn't afford it. But there was a lineup of people, so I had to slowly, I had to mm-hmm. park by the window where you pay with the credit accreditation accreditation yeah, yeah. So, yeah so everyone knows now radio doesn't pay well and then wait my turn and then i did flip around to 40th and get myself back again got some money and went to the tim hortons but what was that parking lot so there was uh there was a single vehicle a, a deadly um a single vehicle accident on the white mud this morning and it shut down the white mud westbound but wasn't that like four in the morning well it was a fatality though okay so it was shut down from 149th Street to Fox Drive. So they shut down while everything's investigated, um, while they remove the body, all of that. So morning commute uh, was just um, was was a mess for everyone. So then for everyone hours, starts, I would assume, because it was yeah. 10 o'clock when yeah, I was yeah. going for coffee. Yeah, um, and then it started to clear up. I came back. The white mud opened up again around uh, just before 11, and um, and uh, we're. Yeah, so I, I was I was coming eastbound, so I was up at the base today, came back, and it and it was all flowing fine. But there was an accident as well over in Riverbend, oh. uh, which was causing some problems. People trying to get out of uh, out of Riverbend as well. But the problem is, is that you have all of these people who use the white mud to get to work, yeah, and then all of a sudden they have to find another route to go, and it then backs up everything quickly. gets bunged up. The Hendy is uh, bunged up. Uh, you know, everyone's talking about road today. 
day. It was just a mess. Well, we speaking are. of that, because I've heard a lot of people complain, or I've seen a lot of people complain on Twitter about this new bridge, that the bridge looks great. The Walter, is it Walterdale mm-hmm. Bridge? Uh, but access to it is so bad that people are backed up on, what would that be? Uh, what oh, coming road? down the hill. Um, Growth or no? No, coming down, whatever. Coming yeah. down the hill. But, and I've seen people take pictures of themselves in a parking lot trying to get across this bridge. So I don't understand how that's possible. But that's always been like that. So opening the bridge was supposed to what? Rectify that? No, or? we needed to replace the bridge because the the, the previous was down. bridge was built in like 1903 or 1913. We needed a new bridge. They only last so long. Anyone who has tried to get downtown... Um, in the morning, there's always a lot of traffic going down those hills, and now they come in and they merge. And you have to remember, it's still it's down to th- it's supposed to be three lanes. That's it's, right, yeah. it's only two right now. I, I was down there. I used it the other day, and it was there was no problem whatsoever. So just rush hour again. I think it was just rush hour. Yeah. Okay, so it's not as bad as because my thought is I don't go downtown very often. I certainly don't go downtown at eight, although I'm going to try and do it this Friday. But um, my thought was that it sort of, to me, was like the LRT again. You know, like, well, wait a mm. second. So we built this LRT and the station's on the wrong side or whatever. No, the bridge had nothing to do okay. with, yeah. So the bridge, Oh, yeah. the bridge will, you know, once the three lanes, because the other bridge only had two lanes, right? So yeah. hopefully we should be able to get more traffic Once they open all there. the lanes. Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully that's the case. It is a beautiful bridge. It is. It's Maybe gorgeous. you drive over it, it's like, wow, this is, this is really pretty. Uh, I think uh, down the road it will become one of those symbols of our city, mm-hmm. uh, as is the arena. Mm-hmm. There, there's just... The pictures that I've seen, aerial pictures of downtown Edmonton that show the new bridge, I can see where it will just become a cornerstone piece of Edmonton. Yeah. It's a beautiful bridge. There's no yeah. question. And let's be real. I mean, the Henday, that south side of the Henday is is a pain most mornings. If you're if you're yeah. traveling on that, either whatever, east or west, or whichever way you want to do it at that point from really 91st, 111th Street up to Cameron Heights. Like I said, I was going out to the base this morning. I left my house at quarter after eight, and I was at a dead stop at one point. I'm like, how does this happen yeah. on what is supposed to be a freeway? I don't know what time to gauge, and uh, perhaps somebody can tell me. If I had to be downtown at, I don't know, 8.20 in the morning, what time should I leave Twilliger to get there? Because I can't afford to be late. I have to be downtown at I think 8.20, I want to say. I'm not really sure. I'm Friday. So is that a 7 o'clock leave my house situation? You need to get up and listen to the traffic reports. That's the big one because if there's a problem, you're going to have to leave early. Um, usually, like from my house, from your house to my house is 10, 15-minute drive, right? Yeah. Um, from my house to go downtown in the morning, like 7, 8, 9-ish, yeah. I'm giving myself close to an hour, 45 <sighs> minutes to an hour. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Depends which way you want to go, which way you're going. Yeah, but from know. your place, you'd go straight up to Williger to the to the White Mud and probably sure. down, you know, down that way. Yeah. Fox <sighs> Drive and. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's a problem, that's why you need to listen to because otherwise you're screwed. There's there's been days I've been trapped on Twilliger Drive. I had an appointment downtown uh, with a dermatologist actually, and it, there was a snowstorm the day before, and it wasn't a huge snowstorm, but it was enough to get people all not knowing how to drive again. Well, it takes no amount of snow to get and people... And that was to- it. I was like, no, I'm stuck here. I got up to, like, 40th and turned back around and went home. It's the craziest city. I'm not sure that others suffer the same fate, but the first snowfall, just the first peppering of snow, a powder, if you will, and people are doing donuts and, and what, losing week? control. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I don't understand it. It's, you saw this last year, didn't you? You, you yeah. familiar with it? It can't be all new Edmontonians or all new Canadians. It's got to mm-hmm. be regular... Folk that have been here quite a time, 
And yet they just, they're absolutely flabbergasted by the thought of snow and ice. I saw someone today skipping back to trying to get out mm. of the, the traffic tie-up. So when you when you come out um, like 184th Street, Cameron Heights, to get on to, to the white, or to the, um, to the hen day, going, what is that? Uh, west or north? Jeez, it would you be and I north. Are bad at directions. Well, in. no, it would be north because the Hendy's tricky. It's because we both have drivers. So that's you're why. heading like you're heading up north. I was heading heading up to 97th Street. Yeah, we have drivers. <laughs> and someone's like, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not waiting. So they went into where the lanes the for the next turnoffs would be, scooched over there, went up to the top of that, got back into traffic, then moved back up, got back into traffic, trying to, to move ahead. Hmm. I'll be curious to see what the cause is after the police finish their investigation of that one vehicle accident. The fact that it's a one vehicle accident happened at four in the morning, your mind goes immediately to speeding mm-hmm. or um, driving Alcohol. while under the Whatever. influence, right? But I've said before, and just, you know, say it again, I've had more than enough occasion to be on the white mud at three, four, five in the morning because I'm coming back into mm-hmm. town from somewhere. And it is a racetrack. Sure it is. There's there's yeah. practically nobody on it and the people that are are yeah. just booting it yeah. down there with no And you know what a control. number of people asking, you know, why does it take so long or how long, you know, should it take? Well it's gonna take as long as the police determine it's going to take, right? You have to get uh the proper people there, you have to get the proper investigators there, you have to get the cleanup yeah. crews there, you have to get the body removed, all of those things. It does take time. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are saying, well in Italy it only takes fifteen minutes. Well it's not Italy. It's Edmonton. Maybe I should just take a hotel room down downtown. You'll be fine. Jalen I. A big shout out to the hundreds, I think it was well over a thousand people who took part in the 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous Toy Ooh, Run. I saw pictures of it over the this weekend. This weekend. Um, so thank you for that. Kind of the uh, the kickoff, really, to to uh, Santa's Anonymous there time around this building. It's always great to uh, to. S- to see it and see all the all the all the riders with all the toys strapped to their bikes, strapped so, to the so, front of the bikes. So it's funny it's to so watch. Awesome, yeah. uh, I have a cautionary uh, tale for you. We've mm. done stories like this before, um, but it's always uh, great rather than to uh, talk in generalities to talk in specifics. So we specifically have another situation involving travel and insurance, mm. and, and I just think with people right now probably planning their spring getaways um, that you. Listen to this uh, this tale mm-hmm. of woe. So a gentleman from Calgary, Michael Hornberg, he made a trip last fall uh, to Spain. The reason for his trip was, uh, in fact, to um, mark the ninth anniversary of the death of his son, uh, Corporal Nathan Hornberg. He was a Calgary reservist who was killed in mm-hmm. Afghanistan in September of 2007. And it's the yeah, the Hornberg family originally starting the um, Loops for Troops runs exactly. down there. Yeah. Exactly. They're still very, very active. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he went over there, Michael did, and four days before he was supposed to go home, he collapsed. He uh, had a seizure. He was admitted to hospital, and he was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. He's unable at that time to walk or talk. So uh, his son, I think, his other son, flew to Spain uh, to be at his father's bedside, but immediately contacted his insurance Mm -hmm. company. He had travel insurance. Uh, The company was uh, Allianz Global Assistance Canada. Is that how you say it? Allianz? Uh, and she gave, uh, sorry, it was his daughter. So she gave all of the information to the insurer. And then 
they wouldn't release him from hospital till medical bills had been paid. The cost of the air ambulance back to Canada was somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty to eighty thousand dollars. And we've talked about this before with regard to cruises. That if something goes wrong on a cruise, the cost of air lifting you off a cruise ship can be in that mm-hmm. neighborhood as well. Um, but he couldn't be released. He was stuck until the insurance company made a decision, which they finally did. Days later. Days later, denying the claim entirely. They're not going to pay a cent, or they weren't going to. And the reason why... Listen to this. So the, the claim was turned down on the basis that he had received a prescription for indigestion 18 months earlier. How does a prescription for indigestion have anything to do with this fell in the category as far as they were concerned of a pre-existing medical condition that he had not claimed to have gotten this so if you've gone to see a doctor in the last two years Mm -hmm. you're supposed to report that you went to see a doctor but i can understand where an individual wouldn't think having a little indigestion and going to a doctor Mm -hmm. to get a prescription constituted a medical visit um now they're lucky you mentioned their involvement in uh organizing and fundraising with regard to the military so they have a lot they have a, an army literally of uh, support back in Calgary they did some uh, fundraising they hired a lawyer the military community did the military community the did uh, on their behalf yeah. uh, they hired a lawyer and eventually the insurance company partially backed it down they paid twenty seven thousand uh, dollars but the family was left on the hook for the other thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars now mentioned the military community in Calgary rallied they they came up with another twenty five thousand yeah. to help them yeah. out uh, although the family said they would rather that got donated back to the uh, military family resource yeah. center because that's yeah. the kind of family that they are but the lesson to be learned here is this Oh, by the way, I should tell you what the company said. Uh, The company, Alliance, in a statement said, quote, we can confirm that the expenses submitted for this travel emergency, which were eligible under the policy, were both approved and fully reimbursed up to the maximum amount of coverage available for each applicable benefit. Mm. Um, But, of course, that was after they got served with papers from a lawyer. So the lesson to be learned here is that not all travel insurance is created equal. And that it's really important. In fact, some people recommend that you take that insurance policy and bring it to a lawyer and your doctor. That's exactly it. Right. And have both of them look it over and just determine, because maybe they'll point out that, hang on a second, you know, there's this small clause that could prevent you from being covered. And a lot of people talking about... um you know, having worked in doctor's offices and getting um, requests from the insurance companies to have all the files and that, yeah, they go over it with a fine-tooth comb looking for anything. It seems to be the nature of the business Mm -hmm. that they look for reasons not to pay. And I know that's going to upset some people, but I know that Mm -hmm. that's what adjusters do, right? I mean, they investigators, adjusters look into it and make sure that you adhere to all the requirements. You are, as an individual entering into any contract, supposed to read the contract. But really, how many of us have? (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Coming up to 3 o'clock, Eileen Bell will have the latest uh, news headlines. Uh, Again, Miranda Lambert tickets Mm -hmm. up for grabs for you today. The word of the day for our Mexican trip. And we've got an update on a story we brought you last week. I'm excited to have new news on uh, Colorado's Mad Pooper. We're going to (laughs) have new information. Uh, You won't want to miss that. Crazy, crazy. She's story. she's getting offers.
She's young. <laughs> She's getting sponsorships, basically. We'll tell you all about it's it. It's so bizarre. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.